Roll this thing, Hunter. Roll it, sir. It's rolling. Well, hey. Roll this. First thing's first. First thing. Got a card from Loretta and Junior Kelly from uh, Afton, Tennessee. Thank you very much for the card. The card says he is risen. That's right. That's always a good thing. Sorry, this thing. That's, cool, that's he's yelling. the savior, boys, that we're talking about here. But anyway, uh, thank you very much there, uh, Loretta and Junior. For all the goodies in the care package, you know, the uh, crystallized lemon. Uh, oh, did they send all this? A lot of M&M's. Also a, what? Uh, eggs. Reese's, Reese's eggs. Where'd my eggs go? Did I put them back in there? No, you put them back in there. Oh, okay. Throw that to him. <laughs> or knock you out. Yes, right, what sir. What else is in there, J.D.? It's lemon juice. Tea bags. Tea bags for me. M&M's. M&M's for whoever wants them. Oh, yeah, another bottle of lemon juice. Oh, hey, I, oh, I, I ain't I'm ever seen these recently. I, I got plenty. Appreciate it, guys. It's like Easter. I don't said they're from Afton, Tennessee, right? It's almost like tomorrow's Good Friday. Hey, I'm telling you. Hey. Afton, Tennessee. I don't know where that's at. Hey. Let's see, know. I'll tell you. It's about three miles outside of Greenville, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, that's that's up there where we was. <laughs> Greenville's where we went for that Redneck hey. Comic Con. Hey, I'm like Yogi Bear, buddy. Yeah. I'm smarter than an average bear around this joint. Is that what Yogi said? That's what Yogi says. Hey, hey, boo-boo. Yeah, Yogi and boo-boo. I don't know what just happened. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, hey, (laughs) boo-boo. What kind of tea you got there, Si? I got Spike with lemon juice. No, this one. In the box. Organic tea bags. Serve hot or iced. And it's got a Harvest Farms organic. It's hey, a, we got a harvest store here. I didn't know that they had farms. He talking about harvest food. Yeah. I think it might. Just, they might just be both using the word harvest. Yeah, yeah. It's very common it in today's marketing harvest scheme. Harvest farms, organic, and it's got a picture of a barn and a silo. He's not wrong. Hey. You can't spell silo without SI. That's right. That's, That's very true. You know? Hey, boo boo. <laughs> Back to the bear. Side just woke up again, everybody. We called him to make sure he'd be here. Hey, this is a good Friday coming up. And we're going to be talking about the man that beat death in the grave. So, yeah, I'm on fire. Kind of like this weekend, we celebrate your shirt, right? I'm telling you. That's it. There you go. That's the only reason I got involved with this t shirt deal. We had somewhat of Preaching the gospel. We had somewhat of a celebration. It feels last night. What happened? He cooked a big tenderloin on that trash can. Big beef tenderloin. On a trash can? Hey, it was yeah. so big. Yeah, it was so big, the end of it was kind of pretty crispy. It had, it had what would you call it, Stone? Good bark. The bark? Yeah, it had a, it had a nice and char. That, and had that's a char, that, on, the t- char on the end of it. And that was the end he gave me. It was fine. Side likes his steaks well. It was medium plus. Medium well plus. Not well. Not well plus. Don't bring in well because well is like tough boot leather. It's got to be medium plus. (laughs) A chef tried to correct me, which he's he's in error. (laughs) (laughs) The chef's in error or you're in error? Hey, No, the chef's in error. He said there ain't no such thing as... uh, Medium plus. And I said, I beg your pardon. Maybe we should just call it medium size then. That's it. Well, hey, there you go. That'll work better. <laughs> you have your own steak. Oh, yeah. Like, 
How do you want it? I want, give me size way. Somewhere medium between size. medium and medium well, there's medium, medium size. Yeah. Right. Uh, we uh we had us a little feed at Phil and Kay's last night. and uh, so uh, thought we were going to get blew up. The weather was yeah, bad. Kay's sister, 8 Ann, come in town. And every time she comes in town, she requests the beef tenderloin, the smoked beef tenderloin. That is a good one. That's a good it's one. It's hard, hard to beat. Yeah. But uh, we were sitting there shooting a the bull. It, it was a pretty nasty little thunderstorm coming through last night. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and a, a lightning strike, it, it couldn't have been, it, it it had to be within 100 yards. <laughs> it wasn't very far because there was a loud click, and then we started smelling burnt wire. A what? Well, what? a gigantic click. It, it was like, uh, it, it, you know you know that fake wreath they have above the mantle in the fireplace? Mm-hmm. With all the junk They had the it. Christmas lights. Well, them Christmas lights have been plugged in on that thing for about three years. <laughs> At least. With the yeah. fake pine straw and all that. You know, <laughs> well, when, when that lightning strike hit, that uh, one of those bulbs popped. One of those Christmas bulbs popped, and then the smoke started smoldering yeah, and out of that. and the rest of them got real, real hot. Yeah. yeah the lightning it. strike was so close light bulbs inside the house were popping oh, yeah. yeah oh phil phil come out of his chair <laughs> i ain't never seen that before <laughs> That's he, he, what those, the dogs do oh the, those dogs they went they ran for cover <laughs> tails tucked between their legs <laughs> phil said good night good night he says don't go out there and see if it if it hit hit that big oak tree i was like i'll wait <laughs> i'll wait till the storm goes by and i'll go check it out yeah it'll be easy to spot once this thing passes yeah, it's a pretty gnarly one. Boy, we've had them like the last three nights. Oh, I know. Man, it's unbelievable. It's supposed to have we another got one real this calm weekend. After that happened. Yeah, and the sky got pretty, didn't it? Yeah. It, it was a, orange I, like I ain't never yeah. seen yeah. last night. It lighting up because Ann, Ann had looked at it and said, Good grief, look how dark it is out there. Yeah. I told you, yeah, that, that storm. When that sky turned orange last night, I got to thinking, I bet that's what they saw on that Sunday morning. Like that color of that orange. It was a, it was a, I mean, I've seen a lot of sunsets and a lot of things, but. That Whatever color that sky turned last yeah. night after that was that was that was a new one. It yeah. was. It actually gives you an eerie feeling when you look at it. Mm-hmm. That yellow, that yellow yeah. tint. I was I was fishing one day, and the same scenario. The sky was yellow. There wasn't a, a, a storm cloud in sight. I raised up my fishing pole. I was jigging a plastic worm, and it started buzzing. Uh oh! <laughs> I put it back. I put it back down. Like good night. Static electricity, but boy. I was in a real good spot, so I, I eased it back up. You know, I said, "No, no, get out of here. Yeah. Right, time, time to roll, boy." Time to go <laughs> Anytime you hear a low buzz, it's getting higher as it's getting up. You guys, time to go. Yeah. Bill oh, done man. that one in a duck blind. He, we stepped in it, and it was just. We, we stepped back. <laughs> well, I was there. He took enough stuff in. Whoa. I think we're talking about a different buzz here. Oh, yeah. yeah. We said we got to go back. We got to get out of here. Yeah. What was that yeah. buzz? Uh, it was bumblebees. 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 Bumblebees, boy. It's bad to the bone. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about electricity. So I'm yeah. talking about bees. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid. sure which they one hurts worse. I got a healthy <laughs> respect both for both you. of them. Oh, yeah. Boy, ain't that the truth. Golly. That storm the other night, I ended up sleeping in a closet for a little while. My wife said, we got to get the kids and get in the closet. And I was like, I'm fine. And then I heard a wind that I was like, 
all right, we can go in the closet. But I took a few pillows with me. I said, I'm sleeping. I'm not waking up. I, that dude on the on the news, he's always saying, grab a helmet. Oh, Jared. Yeah. yeah. Jared Floyd been busy. Yeah. Shout out, Jared Floyd. Dude. You're working hard right now. Yeah, I wanted to think, who in the world got a helmet laying around when he said that? I like, guess a bicycle helmet? Yeah, but. I ain't. My kids got one. We didn't put on helmets. Well, no. I used to have a LSU football helmet, but I gave that to Philip. You you had that on you in case of storm? No, no, I just had it. Oh. <laughs> I would have liked to have gone to Sai's house the other night at midnight, and he's sitting in a closet with a LSU helmet. He didn't on. wake up. Are you kidding? <laughs> Did you wake up in any no. of the stuff? No. no, absolutely not. I go to bed in my bed. I told y'all, hey. You know, death is nothing but a change of address for me. I was sitting there about that time. About, it was about midnight, 11.20, something like that. And my phone went nuts. And I was like, I had just fallen asleep. Oh, it was <laughs> the And worst. it scared me to death. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that new phone right. thing, it don't matter if it's silent or what. It's going to try. I, I slept through it and my wife's freaking out. Uh, I did not sleep through it. It, it scared me. Because so, I just got to like that sleep stage. Like I just, and then. Here I am. I'm awake. I was up till two o'clock after that because it scared me so bad. It took that long. I mean, I just and then Brittany's just sleeping all the way through it, and I'm like, I'm just sitting there looking at the storm, looking in there. Look, I'm like, I ain't waking her up until we got to move. Like, and it picked up by the time it got to West Monroe. So that's well, it's, good for us. But. Well, now, like you watch the news, they tell you which neighborhoods about to like. Hey, mm-hmm. if you're in this neighborhood, watch yourself. Go, go here. Yeah. Go get in your closet, your bathtub, well, or whatever. Kay, Kay said you know, one time, told me, hey, wherever you're at, seek shelter now. Yeah. It just missed Goblin in there. It just slid past them. I don't like high winds. I don't want to end up in Oz. Goblin said, I ain't heard nothing like that. Sound like a train. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was one that come up behind Phil's house like four or five years ago. And that's what he said. He said, we're sitting there and tell me, well, where's it at? And Phil said, the house started shaking. And it was... He said it was just like I heard a train. And it come up, come up, just hit the hill, and I guess, and you know, went right or left. <laughs> yeah, severe weather is kind of cool, just not at night. Yeah, yeah I like, like to be. Able it, to it needs to only happen during daylight hours. That ain't fair once you happened at night. But <laughs> anybody that's been affected by this, I know they've been touching down everywhere. Look, our thoughts are with you guys. So for sure, we about out of this rough time, oh. We're about to get to the call. May flowers are almost here. Yeah, we're in the middle of them April showers, May flowers, and the pilgrims are coming. So we'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. The pilgrims? Where to now? What is that in your hand? That's a... It's a cork. It's a cork. It's a... Well, it's not boat really key. a cork. It's a... Boat key cork. Styrofoam. Yeah. Um, float. That or as my wife awesome. calls it, a bobber. It is a bobber. It's a bobber float for you keys hard pass i think they're all cool from flowersgeneral.com huh huh flowers general yep i don't know what yeah this is not an ad ladies this and gentlemen is, this flower general yeah i'll tell you when it is okay <laughs> <laughs> you can't slip anything passes man hey, well hey how did that man remember that he remembers know. everything he does he's like he's elephant boy steel trap that is unbelievable. Like that is a good microphone decoration. <laughs> it is. Uh, I want one. That's why I asked about it. You are gonna start selling them, ain't you? Next one's gonna have honey hole outdoors on it. Hey. Uh, maybe. What are you doing for Easter, Sai? Celebrating. 
celebrating? Do you know how? Stone uh, cooking, you said? No. <laughs> Maybe. If he cooks, I'll, I'll go over there. <laughs> All he's got to do is ring, ding, ding. Hey, I'm cooking. I was just wondering I'm, if y'all I'm had on, Easter plans. But no, I'm celebrating. And uh, You going to hunt eggs since you're still a kid? No. Oh. No, he's off out. No, hey, it's weather. The weather's them creepers, them uh, critters that slither on their belly. They out now, so no, I ain't hunting nothing, but <laughs> uh, I don't play with no snakes. A snake no. would be a good buzz kill on an Easter egg hunt. Oh, oh, what are you talking about? Every time I think about that, I think about the little girl that used to tease all the guys that was scared of snakes. Who's and I, that? And a guy snuck up behind her, and she had him wrapped in her fingers. All it was was a grass snake, you know. And he just wrenched down there. The tail was hanging out of her hand. He just pinched that tail off. That thing done like a cobra. <laughs> and she went nuts. And I said, serves you right. Serves you right. <laughs> hey, somebody call the white coat guys. Get her out of here. <laughs> her and the snake. Serves you right. Somebody call the white coat. Anybody that plays with snakes, hey, they get what they deserve. I play with them. I don't. Right. And yes, I have been bitten by them several oh, times. Oh, hey, I play with them too. I blow their head off with a shotgun. <laughs> uh, I'll cut it off with a machete. File that uh, under when people ask you, say, well, that thing bites you? No. Oh, he got a mouth, don't he? Oh, yeah. Hey, no. We we run over a rattlesnake in, in Alabama. The guy, you know, was cleaning out around his barn. He said, hey, slide on that rattlesnake. You don't cross the road. So I slid on him. <laughs> yeah, we killed him. He said, you want the rattlers? I said, no. So look, he's had uh, like hunting boots on, you know. So he stepped on him, cut his head off, stepped on him again, and cut his rattlers off. Well, my son got out of the vehicle about that time. He said, I want to see, I want to see. And he went over there and put his boot and just pushed down on the center of that snake. And when he did, now this snake ain't got a head or a tail. <laughs> Pretty much just okay, a torso. When he pushed on that metal, it was. <laughs> Right beside, you know, right there where his ankle is on that boot. Just a bloody spot. I said, that right there ought to tell you, don't mess with that sucker. <laughs> he ain't even got a head and he's still trying to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> he just went at him with his uh, neck. Oh, yeah. Popular uh, with a head used to be. Lordy, that's man. Hey, I don't that's trust that, them. Hey, you know, that's like that song was done in the 60s. This woman goes out and finds a snake about half frozen. Brings him in and thaws him out, and he, he bites her. And she said, what do you do that for? He said, hey, it's what I do. I'm a snake. <laughs> that was a song? Yeah, it was a song. Johnny, yeah. somebody's a song. I don't remember who sung it, but hey. Cash? <laughs> no, it wasn't Cash. It was somebody else. Song Johnny, somebody. Johnny somebody. Here's what I tell you. He's I believe right. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe it. Oh, he's, I fixing, he's fixing Google, Google it. Yeah. It's a true story. Al Wilson, the snake. Al Wilson, the snake. Hi. I yeah. He, I thought his name was Johnny. Johnny a tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen snake. <laughs> Take me in, oh tender woman. <laughs> now she wrapped him up all cozy in a oh, yeah. coverture of silk and laid him down by the fireside with some honey and some milk. <laughs> and some milk. It's a very long story. <laughs> But instead, oh, we're going to skip down. But instead of saying thanks, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Ooh. I saved you, cried that woman. <laughs> and you've bitten me. 
even why. That's funny. That's just what I do. Yep. That's just what I, what you I knew am. darn well I was a snake before you brought me in. That's right. Man, that one really stuck with you, that song. Well, no, no. Well, hey, it's the deal about hey. I'm going to listen to it. He probably heard it yesterday. Hey, no, I didn't. But hey, you fool <laughs> with it. You fool with a snake. Hey, you get what you deserve. That's what a bull. Get the horns. Hey, get the horns. That's on Al Wilson's great album, Searching for the Dolphins, released in 1960. Okay. Okay, there you go. So he had an animal thing about him. <laughs> the, one I I, the, one, the one I remember singing it, his first name was Johnny. So hey, Al Wilson. Uh, what, what genre? Is that? I'm, I'm got to be folk. Probably uh, folk or pop. Johnny Rivers was the. That's who did it. Was the producer. Oh, was he? I knew it. Johnny something was involved somewhere. It hit the U.S. <laughs> Billboard Top 100 at a peak position of number 27. Hey, that ain't bad I was for a say song about a snake. <laughs> number 27, boys. Hey. I can't wait. Eric Church apparently redid it. <laughs> did he really? Huh? Unless he did. He's got a different song called The Snake. I'm learning a lot today about music of 1968. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That's when music was music. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Johnny D, Kay's dog, Bobo, he is a snake wrangler. That's a good thing. I've never never seen anything like it. He will get behind a cottonmouth snake and yip at it. Well, he jumps at him. The snake strikes and strikes and strikes and he waits until the right moment he hops around grabs that snake right behind his head and he shakes him as hard as he can shake him throws him up in there he'll eventually kill him and he'll do that till that snake's dead yeah that's a good dog he'll eventually kill him we're talking about cotton mouse it's something to walk it's something to walk bubbo's never been bit though has he oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) you gotta think about the other one he got so much anti-venom rolling through him no no no. it don't even swell up no more he's been vaccinated you gotta (laughs) (laughs) you gotta think about this he waits till the snake strikes yeah if you've ever seen a snake strike they're very fast okay the snake jumps at him and when he does he grabs him back by the tail and pulls him He'll do that four or five times, and then yeah. he'll finally catch him behind the head, and just he. Yeah. Oh, that's what he, he straightens him out. Yeah. Oh yeah. He straightens he'll him pull out. Pull him out. And then that's when yeah. he grabs him by the head. Yeah. yeah. My oh, favorite part is when he goes airborne. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, we need to video this. That's then like, finally when he gets oh. him dead. Oh, he'll play with him for thirty minutes, throwing him up in the air, beating him against. The I got video of post kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <footage> <laughs> on my phone. Oh, it's something to see. Them dogs has got some rat terrier in them now. They they vicious on oh, critters. Oh yeah, on critters. He, he's hey, Jack look. Russell and rat. Yeah, I guess I think it was Jesse. Okay, one, two, or three. Uh, well, hey, it was just Jesse. Yeah. But anyway, Phil looks out there and there's a cotton, no, not a cotton mouth, a copperhead, copperhead. So he all, the only thing he can look he finds is a hole. So he just gets right behind the head, cut off about that far. Now look. The snake ain't but that long in his head. Jesse comes running over and sniffs. Heat up. <laughs> right on the cheek. Just, just that quick, okay, yeah. and hey, just that quick, Jesse's over there. <laughs> That's poison. I mean, son, hey, it just knew. One wouldn't, uh, one wouldn't have to bite me. If he just hit my britchy legs... 
You're bridging, Larry. Yeah, it's a heart attack. It's a heart attack, fatal heart attack. That's it. I'm gone. Uh, if he hit that bridgey leg. <laughs> fatal He's heart done. attack. I said. Oh. See you boys in heaven. I'm he gone. Yeah. He gone. What killed him? He had a heart attack. You wouldn't do well checking wood duck boxes. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Problem with them wood duck boxes, they all eye level. Oh, yeah. So when you peel that door yeah, right off, here, he, right here. Looking he's at staring you. at you. You're yeah. like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> that first one, I'll never forget the first one. He bit me seven times before I knew what happened. Oh, no. Because I, I hesitated. Ooh. You know, I, I, I went with the old the alligator arm. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't get him. After yep, that, I, I said. I died that day. <laughs> I'd have died. Fatal heart attack. After that, I said, okay, when you go in, you can't second guess yourself. Just grab uh, something well, you and get him out of there. You got to get him and get him. Yeah, if you, if you play with snakes, Change once that, you though. make your move, you better not say, oh, no. Yeah. He got you. Yeah, he'll get you. You don't go in there half cocked. <laughs> no. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. That big, long rascal eye level with me. I said, <sighs> I said, let me just, eh, pop, 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 pop. I said, Head I'm looking down, time, they're just bleeding everywhere. I'm like, yeah. to the house. The first right. time we was chasing each other on, on a sandbar, Tommy Phil and me. Yeah. I know how this gonna go. Oh no, no. And we're running through <laughs> little head high, shoulder high willows. Yeah. And and Tommy stops, Phil runs into him, I run into Phil. And it's whoa, 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 yo. And we thought it was a king cobra. It was one of them hognose snakes, and he was like this, just all flared out. Uh-huh. He looked bad. He looked like a cobra to us. What'd you do? Uh, I left that boy. <laughs> He gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, I acted like Jesus and walked on water, son. I got to get out of there. Hey, I left there. Lord have mercy. Well, let's take another break. We'll be back right after this. I got to listen to this song in the break. Si, what were we talking about at Phil's last night? What did Phil have to say? Well, we talked about uh, the ship when I went to work with him, first worked with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, hey, right, look, here, here's how this went down. I'm I'm in Alabama. I had rented a, a buddy's house until I found the place, and then I bought my own place. So we moved in my own place, you know, and Phil called me one day and said, you know, hey, you need to come over here and do the reads for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So the next weekend, Friday, when I married my wife, Okay, we lived at Phil's house for quite a while. And that scarred her. You know, in a trailer. You know, and uh, <laughs> then we left and went all over everywhere and went, ended up in Alabama. So over there, she, she had told me, you know, she said, hey, I'll divorce you before I go back to Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. So I, she comes home one Friday afternoon the next week, next weekend. You know, she was in a deadbeat job, so was I, you know. She said, you know what you know I, what you ought to do, talking to me? And I said, no, what should I do? And she said, you ought to uh, call Phil and tell him you're going you're gonna to move down there and work for him. That's right after Phil called you. Yeah, right after Phil called. Yeah, so I called. First person I called was my daughter saying, hey, your mom's dying on me. And Tracy said, oh, wait a minute, Dad, you know, whoa, slow down. Tell me why. And I said, well, she just told me that me and her need to move back to Louisiana and I can work for my brother, Phil. And she said, you need to get her to the hospital right now to the doctor and have her checked out because she was young. So you got to think you got to think about how this went down. 
it's Friday afternoon. I hear that from my woman, okay? We go to church Sunday morning, okay? And we're telling the brothers and sisters there at church, talking about, okay, and Gurley, talking about, well, if I can sell my house, we're going to move back to Louisiana. So look, <laughs> we leave the church building. Church is over. We leave the building. Eating dinner, and somebody knocks on the door. You know, I opened the door. Yeah, you know, the woman from church. I said, what, "What's the matter?" You know, she said, "Hey, you ain't sold the house yet, Eddie." <laughs> I said, "No, darling, I ain't even got with the realtors to even put it on the market yet." She said, "Don't do that. I'll buy it." You know, so within what Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days, okay, I've done sold my house because I said, "Well, you may not buy it after I tell you what I had to have for it." I quoted the price. She said, "But so." Oh, should have went higher. No, no, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought immediately. <laughs> yeah, you left something on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's gold said, in them yeah, mountains. Yeah, I said, you know, and then she tells me, oh, this has been my favorite house for a long time. And I just, yeah. You know, so money, guess what? The Mitsubishi is loaded up, and I'm headed to Louisiana. And my wife, the instruction I gave her was, hey, when you get the paperwork ready to sign, you know, I'll be back. I'll pick you up. We'll go, come on back home to Louisiana. And that so that's how we got to work, you know, for about three years, you know, wouldn't make any money. We eat and fish every every meal, might need it. You know. And I asked Phil, I said, uh, about this ship you was telling me about, you know, when you talked me in to come work for you. I said, Can you see it yet? He said, I can just see the top of the mass. <laughs> so he told you, know. you that y'all were gonna get on a boat? Oh yeah, well he just said he's got a, we've got a coming ship in. coming in. Ship is coming in. He said we and when it comes to the dock and unload, we're gonna be in good shape. Well, hey, voila A and E shows up. Hey, the ship has hit the dock and unloaded, buddy. It only took thirty years. <laughs> thirty years. <laughs> thirty years in the making. But hey. That ship was a long Oh, it was a long way. slow one. Okay. The sea must have been, you know, the tide was flat out. Flat calm. Yeah. The tide was out. It hadn't come in yet. Yeah. But uh, it flat finally, calm if you could see the top of it. Yeah. But it finally it finally docked. And that's the, Are you the skipper of this ship or first mate? No, he Gilligan. No. Yeah, Gilligan. <laughs> no, I'm the owner of the ship. <laughs> good point. No, he's either Gilligan or Ginger. I'm not sure which one. But. Gilligan or Ginger? <laughs> I ain't Ginger. <laughs> I'm Gilligan. <laughs> oh, well. But no, we were, we were talking about that last night. And if you stop and think about it, it really is incredible. Yeah, there's, about, there's about five key things that even kept this place a place but and i'm not talking about this building i'm just talking about duck commander in general that was one of them yeah now the the coolest story as far as keeping it going that i've heard is the one the check from japan the japanese one yep yeah that's crazy first time it ever happened last time last oh no 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 that's one better than that so let's yeah. tell that let's tell that one first tell that one oh, okay. because that's because it's, it's a real it's a hey, really good one for about two weeks Kay's telling phil well, I, I I better go to the bank and borrow some money to to hold us over during this slow spell. And Phil said, "Nope." And she said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "We got some money coming." You know, that's all he would say. And she said, "You know, so hey, it is the day, okay? They fix the money's gone, the house notes due, and all this other stuff." You know, and she said, "Hey, I'm fixing to get in the truck." Go to the bank and borrow some money to pay the house note and all this other stuff. 
and get a few, you know, groceries. They needed four hundred. What was it? Four hundred and five dollars, something like that. Oh no, no, no! It was eight on eight hundred plus. Was it? You remember yeah. what? It oh was no, like? no, yeah, it was eight hundred plus because you know. So anyway, you know, Phil says, "K, just wait. It ain't but about thirty minutes till the mail runs. Just wait till the, the mail runs, and then we all right." Yeah. yeah. So she sits there fixing it. She's totally ready to fix it, go to the bank, borrow the money. Yeah. So the guy drove up, puts some stuff in the mailboxes, backs up and drives away. Yeah. Kay, Kay won't even go down there because she said it ain't no it ain't no use. He said, well, I'll go get the mail. So he comes back. He comes walking back up and he's got a one envelope. He'd done gone through them and he's got one envelope, putting it against the skylight, looking. And said, that looks like a check inside to me. <laughs> you know, and he walks up and he said, here, open this one. The other rest of it ain't but just junk mail. Open this. So Kay, Kay opens it up and looks, unfolds it. And, but she looked at the envelope first, and it's Japan is the stamp on the stupid envelope. Japan. This envelope got to be stupid. Yeah. You know, and so like, <laughs> he says, Japan. You know? uh, so she opens it up and looks, and it's. They ordered $1,200 worth of duck calls. From Japan? From, from Japan. Hey, mm-hmm. the only time it ever happened. First time it ever First happened. First time yeah. and never happened it again. Story. Hey. Did he know that was coming or he just was like, hey, we're going to be fine? All I said is the man said, don't go coming. to the bank. Yeah. He Phil had, now, some of the parts of the story that, that Cy told are exaggerated, but... The story itself is 100% true. It did happen. They needed, uh, we don't know the exact amount, the certain amount of money. Oh, it was $1,200. I'm telling you. They needed it for, to, to pay to, to keep the bank from foreclosing yeah, on them. On the yeah. business. And they were going to the bank to talk to them to try to keep them from <laughs> foreclosing on them. And Phil said, check the mailbox one more time. And like Cy said, he held, he held the envelope up, and it was a check from Japan. <laughs> And the only one that that he's ever gotten, and he's hadn't got one since. Oh, the best one to me. Somebody yeah. just needed some duck calls over there. Oh no no are no. Are no. there yeah. are there mallards in Japan? Not, they prepaid. Mm-hmm. They prepaid. Yeah. This was up front. Yeah, they said send us our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Send us our stuff. Here's the money. Send us our stuff. Yeah, that's never happened. Nobody never does happened. business like that. That was some angel over in. The, Japan. Oh yeah, that's inter- yeah, that's divine well, intervention. Let me, let me just tell you something. They do the business like that now. Well, if hey. you a new dealer, you're going to pay for that first one yeah. before we send it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We done been burnt by that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. The best one to me was, okay, him and, uh, uh, yeah, I had the guy's name and don't forget his running buddy. Anyway, George. Him and George. Oh, George. Yeah, he, Phil gets on the phone, tell him, all right, he's got a house note coming up, 800 bucks. Okay. He calls George and says, hey, we got to go uh, Alabama landing and you know, the river's up, river's flooding, you know, out in the woods. He said, uh, we're going to take the net, the trot lines, everything we got, we're going up there at Alabama Landing. I got to catch some fish. Oh, this is a good one here. Yeah. So, but I ain't, they ain't nothing, you know, they ain't running in the nets down here. They ain't trot line, ain't nothing, ain't biting. So they go up there, unload the boat. It's got everything he's on fishing-wise in it. And Phil's running up the river. Well, it's starting to get dark. And George says, hey, we got to put out these trot lines. They've been put out the net. He said, we need to start putting these trot lines out. Phil said, yeah, but it ain't. the color of the water ain't right. 
George looking at him, talking about, what do you mean the color of the water ain't right? John Phil said, hey, just trust me. So they keep running. Well, it's, it's dark. Well, they pull up, and Phil, Phil has found a, a logging road he's on. And he told George, he said, you know, all right, here we go. Get ready. We start. So he shuts the motor off, goes over the first little bush, ties the trout line on. And he's went about 50 yards, and while Phil's, he's up there, on, you know, and he's zigzagging across this logging road, tying it to different bushes. Well, he's done told, tied about two bushes, and then he's tying this other one. It, the line does this. And he's, good grief. That felt like a darn fish hit it. So he keeps doing it, and then the whole time he's doing this, another one hit it, you know. So he gets up there. Now, there ain't no bait on these stupid trot lines. He turns around, and he starts going back, putting <coughs> perch on it, okay. Good grief, that's a five-pound op, you know. Put him in the boat, you know. Come around a little bit further. Oh, there's three in a row on bare hooks. <laughs> Look, there was so many catfish running down that road that the the hooks dying. <laughs> they're getting hooked. Hook on the back, hook under the lip. Yeah, he's got about a hundred pounds to bait them up. Look, turns around and hey, for about two hours, he ain't doing nothing but just taking fish off, throwing it in the boat, and George is. Tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, we got to go. And Phil said, what do you mean? Are you lost your mind? You know, I got a house note and a bunch of other stuff, and I want some hamburgers to w this week. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of fish. <laughs> George finally has to grab him and say, hey, look at the boat. You know, well, look at the boat. We got about this much freeboard. The boat is sinking. The, the boat, boat is, is slammed full of ops and blues. Which has got to be because you don't get about 20 cents a pound for them. That's it. Oh, no, yeah. 15, 20 cents a pound. Yeah. So, hey, they go back to the bank, barely make it. <laughs> and Phil says, hey, now, put them, you know, in the cooler. He bought a big, one of them big cooler. Put them in the cooler because we think go run that shot line one more time. <laughs> you know, so, hey, he, he done it twice, okay? Uh, Caught, caught you know, ain't no telling side. how much, okay? On bare hooks. Oh, Phil, Phil's told me that story multiple times, but it's always the, the there's a little residue left on those hooks from previous use. Yeah. So still had a little, little it had, well, it had just a little bit of smell. Yeah, but had still, smelled. he said every hook on that trout line, when he got to the end of it, putting it, just putting it out, every hook had a fish on it. Yeah, but hey. Residue, no. That's divine intervention like the apostles. You know, hey, Peter, throw it on the other side of the boat. You know, uh, Bullfrog asked me the other day, she said, what What do you think Uncle Si's favorite word is? That is a great she question. She said, is it hey or no? Nah, nah. Hey or no? Nah? <laughs> so she, everybody wants to know, <clears throat> is it hey or no? Nah? No, here's the thing. <laughs> That's so crazy. No, that's, no, I, before you go any further, that's the first time I've heard you say a singular no. So yeah, I was going right. to vote for no, no. No, no. Because <laughs> it's always, no, no. Hey, it's always two to one. <laughs> we, we actually, somebody at the house actually brought that up. 
Tell me, where did the word hey come from? Talking and to your boy. That, this was at a get-together, a whole family. All of us was there. And to this day, we sit there for hours trying to figure out, when did it all start? And everybody said, I have no idea. It started when you got on that read machine and had to have somebody talk to oh, you. Yeah. I can tell you when it started. <laughs> well, it may have. Because I've done about three stints on that read machine, uh, and I said, I get it. Speaking of the read machine, oh, you oh, know, when, oh, I, when oh. I first started, you know, me and Jay's been friends 20-something years. He he called me up, he said, hey, I need some help. You know, we 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 running out of reeds. Uh, well, can you come by, and, you know, summertime and build me some reeds? I'm like, yeah, I'll build you some reeds. And uh, now that I took over Jace's job and I see what a man is actually capable of doing as far as building reeds, uh, I've always wondered, why did I have to come in during the summertime to help him build reeds? But I figured it out after about a week of doing it. I looked over there. Si showed up about 1030. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made reeds for about an hour and a half. <laughs> then Miss K made a big lunch. He ate a lot of it. I've seen a man eat uh, six hamburgers at one sitting. I was there for that. I and asked then, him where he was putting them. What happens after you eat a big lunch? You, you lay get, down. You get about a two hour nap. He lays down, sleep for about two, <laughs> three hours. At least. And then it. he'd get up. Work about 30 minutes. No, go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd always make one more sachet. Whether he worked or not, he'd come out there and either sit in a chair or sit on the porch. Donald Trump becoming a pretty good storyteller himself because that's a bald-faced lie. <laughs> Them boys didn't ever nah, run out of reeds. Nah. Oh. Now, nah, bald-faced. Oh, oh, no. oh, they didn't oh, ever no. run out of reeds. Oh, uh, no. Even if I had to stay late. Now, I'll give you credit. Every time I was down there, you always beat me there. Which you should. You're 10 minutes away, and I'm does. 35 minutes. Oh, I'm always one here every day. Yeah. I'm always early. So, I mean, I'll give you credit for not showing up at 1030. But I knew it was over for you when you, towards the end of us being down there, you started taking a pre-lunch nap oh, and yeah. a post-lunch nap. <laughs> He'd work till 11, take a nap till 12, because dinner was served well, at 12. They, they never wanted for reeds. Okay. <laughs> no, not till you threw that last bag in my lap and said, I'm done. Oh, tell yeah. oh, tell, yeah. tell fat that. boy to hire somebody hey. else. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I, I was sitting right there. I actually, right there. Hey, I, I actually uh, loved doing that because then they said, well, hey, you guys are doing it for real now. I said, no, you don't understand that. I've already done it for real. you already done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I said, now, I'll do it again for the camera, but I've already done it for it real. It was way funnier when he did it in real life. Oh, yeah. I was sitting right there. <laughs> yeah, I come in. I said, hey, boys, how, what, how's it going? And they said, oh, that's pretty, pretty good. You know, we've been a little behind. And I said, well, guess what, boys? I said, you see this sack of reeds? I threw it over to Martin. I said, that's the last one you're getting from me, boys. Yeah. <laughs> he said, tell fat boy I quit. Yeah. <laughs> tell fat boy I quit. Uh, so right. I called Willie. Yeah. I, said, I said, I think your uncle just quit. He said, do what? He can't, I said, he can't do this. I'm pretty sure he was being serious. I don't think this was a joke <laughs> yeah, this, this time. Joke. We, we've joked. I said, yeah. but he threw me a gallon bag of teal reeds and yeah. said, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it. And. And sure enough, I think his exact words were, hey, you find somebody else to make these reads, because I quit. Yeah. When, when Willie got, come to me and said, hey, come on, hey, come in here and talk to me. I said, <laughs> I said what do you mean talk to you? He said, you can't quit. I said, hey, read my lips. <laughs> I said, besides this, I said, you for done forgot something here. And he said, what's up? What did I forget? I said, hey, 
I'm a big TV celebrity now. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, it was. It was fantastic. I laughed. Man, I laughed. Because oh. he's headed to church that night. It's on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So I didn't show up till like 5, 5.15. We all getting ready to shut her down. He, he was coming on his way to church. Said, so, oh, I quit. He had oh. time to think about it that day. He said, enough. Oh. He had all he could take. I, I was sad, too. Even though he didn't work here. It was hilarious. That was size stipulation. You leave that read machine down at Phil and K's. I ain't coming up there. And we're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, they said, hey, we're moving everything. I said, nope. Nope. So I said, if you want me to do it, you're going to leave it down there. I'm I'm still on that free lunch bag. Ain't ain't (laughs) on that comfortable couch. Yeah. All right, well, let's take our last break. We'll be back right after. Taking naps. All right, we're back. Inbox time. Hello at duckcallroom.com is the email address. Hello at duckcallroom.com. Johnny D. What you got? What's in our bag? I got a couple of little life advice situations. But, Martin, I got to say this. Do you know how many twins slash parents of twins listen to this podcast? I have found out personally a bunch just because they have all sent me messages on, like, Instagram and Facebook. And I got a whole, like, like, parenting book to give you just from our emails. I, yeah, I didn't realize just how, maybe the right word is common, yeah. twins are. They're not as big of an anomaly as I thought they were, apparently, because everybody got them. And they, they, huh. age, they range in age from six months to, like, Mine just turned 40, and I'm like, boy, this has been happening a while yeah, here. This twin thing goes yeah, back. Yeah, it, it goes back a long ways. Well, Speaking of your twins, I know uh-oh. one little girl who's excited. Who's that? About the offer you made her. Oh, Bullfrog? Yeah, Bullfrog's going to be the babysitter. Yeah, I told Bullfrog, I said, hey, here in about two years, you're going to need some spending money. I got uh, you a job. I got you a job. You know what yeah. she said when she got home? She said, I think give me some of that Martin money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bullfrog, you can show earn it. I, cause I told her, I said, I told her, I said, I don't trust you, little. I said, I don't trust you, little sister, to keep them. No. Dude, don't do that. <laughs> he said, no. Oh, that's fantastic. But, Mark, I've, if you sent Martin some advice, and we may cover it next episode, I, I have, I am forwarding Martin all of your advice and, and twin tips and other things. There's a bunch of them, Martin. There's a bunch. People fired up. That's cool. I, I, me too. It, the shock is kind of worn off of it. And... Although one lady specifically said, I'm going to read this one. Mary said every day she was praying for Martin and Brittany to get pregnant and it to be twins. You're all heart, Mary. <laughs> so now you know who to blame. You're all Mary heart. prayed this one on you, dude. You're all heart, Mary. Mary, Mary did you know? Mary was yeah. sitting around saying, you know what? Martin needs a kid. In fact, I think it should be two. And that woman, hey, the prayer of a powerful, uh, righteous woman is powerful and effective. I guarantee you. No, Mary, look, I just, I appreciate the prayers, no matter what they're for. Hey. I, and that's what I, I posted the other night on the episode. Like, I know everybody says this. That, that has some sort of a fan base, but ours are, ours are awesome. Legit. Aside from like five of them, ours are really awesome. <laughs> like, you know who you are. <laughs> and you're about to comment, oh, he mentioned me. Like, you yeah. know, it's fine. It's cool. Everything's fine with that. But like, but they are. They're they're awesome. I've had so many oh, people great. say they're praying for us for a healthy pregnancy and, and for Brittany and I, which is my same prayer is just a healthy pregnancy for her and, and those babies and, 
you know, whatever, whatever happens from then is what was supposed to happen. So, uh, but we, I do appreciate all the thoughts, prayers, advice. Y'all are the dead gum best and y'all continue to prove it every day. And we'll, we'll take all prayers you're offering. I can, I can assure you that. So. I love it. I'm, I'm still excited. Everybody was super fired up about how fired up Cy was too. Oh yeah. I let, see, so I told Brittany, I said that, I said, you got to watch this one when it aired. When it aired the other night, and she watched it, she started tearing up because of how excited I was. Then she got big mad at Godwin. What did Godwin say? About the your turn part. She said, don't you try that. (laughs) Your turn. Yeah, your turn. That that was Godwin's parenting advice. Just wait for them to just almost wake up and say, your turn, and they'll just think it's their turn every time. Godwin said, you won't ever have to do nothing at night. (laughs) Godwin's sneaky, man. Uh, Um, All right, so – that being said, we got a bunch of emails here about twins. I want I do want to read this one. A because his name's John David. Uh and B, he works at that ARC place. Have you seen the giant ARC yeah, in, Kentucky? in Kentucky? Yeah. Uh, he like he's part of the construction team that made the ARC. And all I gotta say is you did it way quicker than Noah, but he did it by himself. But his name's John David. He's up in Kentucky. And I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to the arc thing because that I want to go one day real bad um, because it seems really cool. But he his question is, who is the best duck caller and the best shot in the Robertson slash duck call room bunch? I'll go ahead and take last place on all that and I'll let y'all argue it out because I figure y'all three are in the running. Well, I'll, I'll say Phil Robertson is one of the best shot gunners I've ever in his prime. It was prime, baby. Yeah, when I first started here, <clears throat> I used to not even shoot much. No. I'd just sit there and look down Phil's gun barrel because it was fun to watch. I'd be like, man, that's a tough boom, dead. Ooh. I was yeah, like, Ed, yeah. He still know. shows flashes of that. Uh, uh, there'll be a Woody flying at a 45-degree angle away from us, about 60, wide open. He'll raise up with a snapshot. And, drop and sit back down real quick. Yeah, he don't say nothing. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's he's funny. the best shot, and plus, since he's the one that started it, he is also the best duck caller. That's right. He sounds more like a mallard hen than anybody. That's right. Now we all well, kind of we yeah. all kind of have our our little specialties, so to speak. But out of our crew, Phil sounds the most like a mallard hen. Well, I just, out of me personally and my, you know, this, y'all may have see it different, you know, cause this is about my perspective and y'all. I've seen him turn bunches more and get them back in the decoys. Yeah. Than anybody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's, oh, yeah. he's got the mallard hen down. <clears throat> he's got an inflection. Mm-hmm. In his that, that yeah, and the yeah, cadence, it's, and it's the that cadence. Se- it's that second note every time that yeah, they turn. And the cadence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun to watch and listen to. Yeah, and can still do it. And can like, still do it, it. Yeah, his his duck calling has not. While his some of his other skills have waned with seventy six years of age, his duck call has not. No. It's it's incredible. Well, he shows flashes in his old age there sometimes. Cause oh no, hundred percent between him and Jace. They've killed ducks further than, you know, Stone gets in on it every once in a while. <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. He does, but them two, Phil and Jay, uh, they, they kill ducks. I mean, everybody stands uh, up and even starts to put their gun up, and it says, no, nah, too far. And then it's 
Boom. Well, that's because they. Come on, who shot that? Fish? You know why? Oh, that'd be me. You know why? They on the ends with a good. Spot. That's the only two that can move. Yeah. The rest of us get up there. If it ain't down on the water in front of you, you can't shoot. <laughs> and even then, you sometimes you can't shoot. Oh, yeah. You got to let them get up eye level. And when you do kill them, you don't even get credit for yeah, it. That's it. No. Hey. Well, according to Phil and Jason Roberts, I ain't never killed a duck in my life. And according to you, none of the rest of us have either. Right. <laughs> and according to me, if so, I hadn't went, them boys never would, never so, would eat. So care, careful uh, there, pot kettle. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I thought that question could get, but yeah, Phil. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, Phil. Phil, it, Phil so Phil's he's the OG man. man. But the freaking OG. I go for the fellowship. He is the OG. Yeah, look, si, look, you're good at fellowship. Me. The rest of us make noise on duck call, but if it come down to it every day and there was just one duck call in that blind field, be enough. Oh, yeah. Field would be plenty. You don't even need. Well, he is enough, but there's something in a man that makes him want to blow that duck call. You got to at least touch it. (laughs) You may not blow it, but you're going to put it in your hand. You're like, "Mm." but no, that's, but we all. That's what I do. Yeah. Most of the time, just sit there and hold it. We all have our specialties, though. (laughs) Look at it. You know, I would say I'm really good on a blue wing call. And a Woody. I'm, I'm pretty salty on those two. I mean, I'm, I'm good enough to kill my well, hey, But those I, are the two that I, I kind of shine. I'll, I'll pull a Muhammad Ali here. What? I'm the greatest on green wing teal and blue wing teal. You're pretty salty. You're pretty kill salty them. on that gadwall, too. I'm killing them. So I got that. Well, hey, you let, you let a bunch of green wing teal or blue wing teal come in there in a bunch. Yeah. And trust me when I tell you, I'm going to get mine and about four other people's. Limit. He's just kidding. He <laughs> no, kills six and stops. No, I <laughs> Look, that's just a storyteller in him. When he gets that's his right. six, he's done. Right. Don't don't uh, don't look at Uncle Si as a game hog. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Golly, what's our Bible verse? Something Bible about, something verse. about repentance or something. Let's no, get No, no, I got it. Hey, we just had Easter. Oh, I got a good one. Okay. What? Go yours first, and I'll do mine left. All right, I'll do mine quick. So it's just after Easter, a.k.a. Jesus has risen from the dead, and this is a story that happened right after he rose from the dead. John 21, verse 4, early in the morning Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples were about 100 yards out, so they did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? He knew. No, they answered. He said, throw your nets on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple who Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Peter heard him say it is the Lord, he threw his clothes on, jumped in the water and started swimming. And he ran to Jesus. And then they sat down and had a fish dinner, fish breakfast together, which is a great story. And, and if you hear anything in that, Jesus is alive, run towards him. Amen. Hey, God. That, and hey, we are going to have fish in heaven. Amen. Well, God, that's what God would always say. Fish fries fish in heaven. Fry. Fish fries in heaven. Mine was Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. You have no idea of the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Not to harm you, but to prosper you and give you hope and a future. Amen. That's Amen to that. You didn't even look that up. Uh, no. Hey. Actually, that's one of my favorite verses. And I, I want to give you a little side note. Yeah. I've tried throwing on the other side of the boat without Jesus telling me to, and it don't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I just I'm, go back and forth. I'm just well, telling you. I've been like, let me try this. What I would tell Peter. 
You got to follow instructions, Peter. Amen. <laughs> you got to wait for the call. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next time right here in the duck call room. We're out. <laughs>